0: Hey, what's going on, Ramblers? Welcome to another episode of Where the Rambler College presents to Utes. Tonight's guest is a, a guy that I could say is very enthusiastic, a uh, guy who likes to rant, blow off some steam about professional wrestling, current events. Um, he's an up-and-coming podcaster. He's on YouTube. Um, pretty chill guy. Had a, had the pleasure of DMing him multiple times and finally got him to, to the show. So he's the one and the only, the wrestling enthusiast. So, me and Escutter are going to interview him. Uh, we're going to talk about the state of wrestling, how everything is going on with the whole COVID thing, and what the fuck are we watching nowadays. Um, and just shoot the shit with him. You know, basically, that's what the show's about anyways, guys. But we do thank you guys for tuning in. We do thank you guys for downloading subscribing. And without further ado, this is Two Utes.
1: Is it possible to two Utes? The
0: <laughs> To what? Oh, what was that word? Uh, what word? To what? What? Did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, your honor. Two utes. What is happening, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Ramley Alcoholics present Two Utes. Two Utes. Two Utes. I'm sitting across my heterosexual life mate Esqueleto. What's man? How you doing? Doing great. In this, got we got a special guest today, another killer guest. He's an enthusiast of professional wrestling. He likes to rant. Yes. He likes to talk about current events. He's a chill guy who's, uh, who popped on my radar a month ago when he gave us a compliment, and that's not the reason he's on here. I actually <laughs> like his stuff. He is the one, the only, the wrestling enthusiast himself. Eric is on two utes. Why didn't you say that when I before I got in here, huh? What's up with that shit? (laughs) How you guys
1: doing, huh? Doing good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm fabulous, man. I'm I'm ready to do this thing
0: here. You know, talk about wrestling, talk about other shit. You know, it's rare rare to go. We well, the funny thing is, we've been discussing about bringing you on since day one since you hit us up. When you're like, I like your show, and I didn't. We noticed you had a YouTube channel, and me and Esqueleto were like, Let's bring him on, let's bring him on. I'm like, Hold on, hold on. You know, like we, you know, let's get everything settled, and and that's why I hit you up on a Friday because we're like, Are you free? He was free, and I was free. I'm like, Let's do it, let's get him on. Uh, you just bring this enthusiasm, like it's an energy, it's a ball of energy you bring in to, to your to your podcast. There we are. Uh, you've been doing this. How long have you been doing this? Like. I, have you is there something were you blogging about it before and then decided to t- turn it into an audio video source well actually i've been
1: um doing this well uh, like a couple of years before but it really never caught on because what i originally intended on doing was um some um reviewing of the pay-per-view wrestling pay-per-views of the past Okay. and i started uploading like videos of my opinions on it and if the event was cool, they had some great matches going on, or if not, then the, the pay-per-view sucked, and then they just it was slow, or it sucked, and they just didn't do shit in the ring. And, you know, it's just like from a wrestling fan's viewpoint. And, and I am a big-time wrestling fan. I've been watching since I was, like, uh, three years old. Oh, shit. Um, I think one of the – yeah, and, and this is, like, 29 years ago, so you figure, uh, you do the math of how old I am now. <laughs> um, I've I've – Just caught on to me ever since because you got all the characters, you got all the gimmicks, you got all the um, the interesting personalities that go along with the the wrestling industry. So this is why I like to do I like to review the certain things, especially with right now the industry's kind of changing. Mm -hmm. But it's changing. It's kind of like it's not like the Attitude Era, but at the same time, because you if everyone talks about WWE or all that stuff, they say that's the main standard. In pro wrestling,
0: I mean, when but you actually—I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt but when you mention professional wrestling, in my view, and I, and I remember watching wrestling since I was seven, and I used to watch the old school WCW WWE rivalries. I actually, yeah. you know, hashtag live through it because that's what our former host used to say. <laughs> oh, not former, <laughs> current host. So we kicked them out. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I think if you ask any casual or any person outside of the wrestling group. Their, their idea of wrestling is always WWE. There's other organizations now, and you're right. There is a new kind of renaissance of professional wrestling going on with AEW, uh, Ring of Honor's right. around. You have, what, the bar wrestling that does everything locally here. And there, there's there's, a re- there's like a, a new renaissance of professional wrestling going on, right? Yeah, it hasn't. it's kind of
1: like a scenario that has not happened since the 1980s when wrestling had um, local territories in the region all over the country. And um, they kind of died down once the WCW thing started beginning. And it was just like two prompted uh, major wrestling promotions that were going on. But in truth, there's actually a lot more different um, independent promotions going on Matter of fact, uh, I don't know if I can see it, but I'm wearing my bar wrestling shirt. So I didn't mean
0: to go to one of those shows, my co. <laughs> that was the one. That's the one where they actually do it. Like it's almost like a bar. Right? The, the the fucking name says is, it. Is itself. that the one where Elio goes to? It? Yeah, it's the one and it's it's at a it's at a fucking VFW hall. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they do it. They do it during the week. That's what they we ever gone. Former pro wrestlers, too there. I think the last. Yeah, but see, since how
1: we all are in quarantine, you know, and they ain't having no events yet. But hopefully, when this bullshit ends. You know, hopefully, you know when when the COVID nineteen passes through, I'm pretty sure it's going to. It looks like it, but if you look at the news even badly, it, it seems to be like it's starting to open shit left and right, slowly but surely. Well, so I'm pretty sure we might have some wrestling events going. Well, on it soon. was just
0: announced today that retail stores, malls will be reopened, and now hair salons will be reopened immediately as long as they meet the standards of health. Hip-hop. Except nail salons, those are the only ones that are not being open. Hair salons, yeah. and barber shops. Yes. Oh, okay. So all barbershops shops is starting immediately as long as they meet the CDC standard of a practice, whatever the f- I'm probably making up these words, but as long as they meet the criteria of, of being uh, sanitizing, they are not to be right. not, are allowed to be open. So me and you no longer have to wear these ridiculous hair. No, I'll have to cut my hair finally.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a haircut in the past since January, so I've been long overdue, and I got a damn curly pompadour. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it looks like I'm wearing a pubic wig on my hair, in my pubic, head. You know what I mean? It's like fucking ridiculous. So oh, it's, it's just it's outside insane. But you know, it's kind of good how everything is starting to like open up now mm. on a little by little basis. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Japan. In Japan, they just announced that this week they reopened the entire country with a few exceptions, like the sporting uh, promotions over there, base, Japanese baseball league and um, the, even the wrestling promotions like Stardom. I know they just recently gotten through a tragedy just recently. And then also um, these other promotions uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and, um, and um, I guess it's one called Wrestle One. Um, but anyway, I'm rambling around about that. The fact is they announced that recently that um, they're, going, they're going to start reopening with um, having empty arena events. But then by the time mid-June passes by, Um, they're going to start opening up to probably like uh, up to 5,000 capacity. And um, once July hits, they're going to reach up to 50% capacity to fill up the arenas and the stadiums and whatnot. And hopefully by August, they're
0: going to let everybody go in. So, Eric, what are your thoughts with all these empty arena stuff? Like uh, We did a couple episodes where we were watching WrestleMania, and we thought it was so boring uh, because of the of the fans. Of, the fans are a key factor to professional wrestling. and You're, you're right now nodding your head. You're agreeing. But should it, in your opinion, should they not be doing it? Especially the WWE because I know, I think AEW allows the wrestlers to be there as audience members and crew and crew members, right? If I'm not mistaken? Because I, well, I hear people in the background in AEW when I watch clips. Well, yeah. see, the thing is, uh, there was a news
1: report earlier today that... Um, that Vince McMahon thought it was a stupid idea to let some of the enhancement talent, you know, the ones that are training to be professional wrestlers mm-hmm. that are usually at where they tape at, at the Orlando or the WWE performance center. Um, at first, when this pandemic started, um, they thought that um, it was not a good idea. And this is all Vince McMahon because I, I will give credit to Vince McMahon. He's a definitely one of the most, um, um, intelligent guys back in the 80s he's the one that promoted pay-per-view and the big events wrestlemania and all that stuff i give him credit to where credit is due but in recent times he's kind of lost his touch in a way and he kind of like um like forgotten how to cater to the wrestling fan in a sense like he keeps pushing the same guys over and over again but anyway that's another story um the empty arena thing He he felt that I guess that it wasn't really a good idea to put some of the enhancement talents to be as an audience members ringside, and he thought it was a stupid idea until AEW started to do it, and it a lot of positive feedback from the wrestling fans um, when people were saying, "Oh, look, at least someone's getting a reaction." And then, uh, and then you want uh, on AEW Dynamite, for example, they have some of the mid carders, even though they're not really well known, but they're trying to make a name for themselves. So what happens is um, they they have the, uh, what do you call it, um, they have some of their mid-carders be there in the reef side, and
0: it gets a reaction out of certain things, and, get, and it helps out. I mean, it, it, the key to sell it, you know, you need to sell it, you need a crowd reaction. Is It's just, uh, you know, a habit of these wrestlers to just look and pause for a minute to get a pop from the audience, and, you know, they still have to do it. You know, you're right, it's, a, it's scripted, but they still have to play the script of, like, you know, say line, pause, look to the left, look to the right, wait for the wait for the pop, and then continue going with the line. You know, it's it, it, I noticed that in a wrestling match, uh, if there was a Kabuki warrior wrestling, and one of the girls was like looking looking right. around, like th- there was a crowd. I'm like, Shoot, well, there's no crowd. There's no crowd for you to play to for a move. And and you're right. I uh, you know, having the the developmental mid cutters does help sell the moves, sell the. The story they're telling, while yeah. WWE putting people on and just here, you know, get in the middle of the ring and sell it, it, it loses its uh, its lust. It, you know, the writing, like you just said, suck. Uh, Especially I, when I, there's I, no crowd there. Yeah, there's no crowd. So if if it uh, if the product already sucks as it is with there when there was people watching people watching it live, now the product absolutely even blows even more now that it's an empty arena and you're gonna have to hear this shit aloud to yourself.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know, the thing, the thing about it too, because with these, some, number one, sometimes these wrestlers have done is they're looking for a reaction. They've done it out of habit, but at the same time, number two, mm-hmm. they're told what to do and they're telling them to look for a reaction. See, that's the thing. And, um, I've, I've, um, I've, on, I've looked through like different, um, websites and all that stuff, because they have some journalists that have actually, um, Uh, Like Dave Meltzer, for example, he um, actually looks up these damn um, information going on because he has people that work in the WWE Mm. and whatever happens, he reports it to the news. And uh, anytime the news comes out that, oh, they're actually being told to actually look for a pop or reaction, but there's no fucking people there. And that's the problem. And I'm like, they got to adjust slightly. And, um, It's just like, it's just not hitting it. It's not hitting the mark in wrestling fans, and it's turning them away, you know, as far as like uh, looking for a pop. I'm like, for God's sake, 25, 30 fucking seconds to add a dramatic effect? I mean, come on. Wrestling is a fight sport. Well, I mean, yeah, some people say it's fake fighting. I've I've,
0: I've actually used that word many times, that it is fake fighting, but. I respect and I admire yeah. the athleticism of these men and women who do this type of shit. Like, put their I, in. yeah, they put their bodies on the line. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, When I say fake fighting, in no way is it disrespect uh, to any of the people that do that. Because if you were right. to tell me, hey, do this move, you know, give me a 360 splash, my 200-plus pound body would not be able to do it. I'd probably paralyze myself by trying to do it, attempt to even try to do that. So,
1: yeah. Try doing a leg drop off the top rope; you'll probably break fuck all your shit up.
0: (laughs) But anyway, Uh, let's be honest: wrestling, uh, professional wrestling, is is a form of uh, of simulated fighting, but it's also sports entertainment. And John Cena sells merch, puts asses in seats, and he entertains. There's, uh, in my view, there's a reason why that's why he stood uh, reigning over the WWE for such a long time with an iron fist. You know. You know he's so. I, to keep him I, I
1: can't really hate on John Cena, much less I on Roman Reigns as well, because he's currently in the same spot Cena is mm. in. And right now, I mean, right now he's incapacitated. He's with his daughter. I guess, they, I guess his wife had like a newborn baby daughter or something, so he had to pull out. And then there were some issues going on where his uh, immune system is immunocompromised because he just had a battle with leukemia. Mm. So um, he says he doesn't want to risk getting COVID nineteen because his. His uh, shit might fail him, so he doesn't want. He just backed away from that WrestleMania match mm. when, when he was fighting against um, uh, Goldberg. So, and and that was a shit match. I, I say it. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that rest, this WrestleMania was bad, but it wasn't good either.
0: Would you have rather them said, you know what, we're gonna postpone it? You know, we're gonna wait until this COVID is over. Or would you I would rather? I think they should
1: have postponed it. Um, I think they could have um, done a little something. It's just that the reason why Vince doesn't want to do it is because. He was too busy focusing on his XFL, number one, which failed. Yeah, and number yeah, two, yeah, um, yeah. yeah he, he knows what, <laughs> what I'm saying about it. But, but um, and then number two, he's just a stubborn old fuck. I mean, he just doesn't want to let go of certain things. And even though the world is putting into a, getting gripped in with a fucking uh, pandemic, you know, he doesn't understand that there's a lot of bigger, serious issue going on out there in the world right now. So the props so in truth, he, he, he wanted to postpone it, but he just doesn't know when to change his mind. And he just said, fuck it, let the event happen. We'll take it out of Tampa Stadium and we'll just put it in that shitty little performance center where that's, they train. That's right, was
0: in an essential business in Florida? Yeah, WWE was able to sway the governor of Florida to make it, to label them in essential business. And that's after a certain donation by a oh, sure. Mrs. Uh, McMahon, Linda McMahon, who had a super PAC that donated money to the campaign of the mayor. Oh, okay. Makes I mean, sense. It, it's all on it's, it's all the straight up and up. Don't worry about it. It was legit.
1: Yeah, was legit. there was a little, uh 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 uh
0: But, you go. know. Here's my question, though, like, going off, you know, diverting off a little bit of the rest of the thing. How has COVID-19 affected you uh, personally uh, right now? Like, has it affected it in any way? Well, I mean,
1: to be honest with okay. you, you know, um, I've used to being a homebody since I was a kid because, um, you know, you we know, we've we've um I've grew up in a family where like it's been like we've been low budgeting most of the time. Okay. So, you know, at either that or they were fucking cheap. <laughs> nah, but I'm just fucking around. But at the same time, you know, we, we kinda understood certain economical situations, mm. but if we can't go anywhere, you can't go anywhere. So now because I'm I actually also work as mm. a security guard. I'm also an armed security guard. So I got I got me a a nine millimeter a fucking permit for that shit. So
0: anybody well, want, anybody I, that wants to tell Eric that the wrestling is fake, yeah. you tell it to his fucking nine millimeter right there. Yeah, <laughs> test
1: <catch> me, motherfucker! <laughs> you <laughs> fucking senile prick. <laughs>
0: oh, but anyway, shit.
1: Oh, Jesus. Anyway,
0: there, there but goes, anyway, they're on YouTube.
1: in truth, in reality, I'm I'm used to being in you know in my hindquarters watching some archival footage of wrestling Mm -hmm. and also watching some other shit that just recently happened as well. And then, you know, watching some reruns of sports because you can catch a lot of shit on YouTube, but also like in the sports apps as well, like ESPN and all that. You could keep yourself a little busy from time to time. The only problem that, I mean, luckily nobody in my family has gotten sick from that and everybody has. And I've been personally, I've been personally, you know, I've been um, 100% since this whole pandemic started. And my, my, sometimes, you know, everybody gets a little paranoid. Oh, I might have had it back in January and February. Because I, I don't know if you've seen that, that fucking um, news newsreel of uh, saying that over 350,000 Californians might have gotten it, mm-hmm. and they didn't even know it. That's,
0: that's what we always talk about, right? Well, the, um, that's something we've been saying here on this show in the last, right. which we, 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 uh, we termed we, quote, well, we, we coined it as the quarantine and chill. Which is a twelve weeks of quarantine. We call yeah. it. We did twelve weeks, and uh, we actually did yeah, really good we... shit. By the way, I actually you
1: know, enjoyed it. Uh, you guys were talking about the COVID situation, and um. you got to understand the guidelines. Yes, I do understand it too. You know, it's. I mean, it sucks not doing anything because shit. I I wanted. I was gonna go to a wrestling show in Wilmington, California, called the PCW Ultra. And by the way, I recommend. Um, the PCW Ultra shows as well. That's the one. Uh, they always have That's them weird. at Wilmington, which is nearby uh, San Pedro and Long Beach. Um, it's one of the great shows. They got some guys from AEW and Impact Wrestling to go and uh, wrestle over there. So I, 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 And they never put on a bad show.
0: Yeah. So, Eric, so you do a lot of your show on YouTube. Is there a reason why you haven't gone to like well, – is YouTube more of a, a? Is it better for you? I think that's a question to ask. Like, you, is YouTube better for you to do your shows on? Or have you got kicked out or anything? Have like you got? How, then that's a good question. Have you? Ha, have you got any flack? Because I, from the looks of it, you just say what's on your mind. You don't give a fuck if it offends anybody. You know, you give your thought, which that, that we applaud you. That's one of the reasons why yeah. we have you here, because you're a guy that you know, you know, takes you know. Doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Have you had any well, you backlash? It's, it's
1: the- yeah, it's, it's because, you know, not a lot of people seem to tell how they actually feel about certain things, about certain issues, even in the wrestling business. You know, they, they don't talk about these fucking things sometimes, but, you know, they like to talk shit on a message board somewhere, which is like they're not vocal about it in a video. somewhere. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of there's not enough people that do wrestling critique type of shows. You know what I mean? Mm. There's not enough podcasters out there, except for maybe, like, this guy I met. Um, he's from Australia, I believe. His name is The Elitist or The elite or something like that. Mm. He's just a new guy. But I just recently became friends with him, and he's doing the same shit. He's posting his uh, opinions on, on YouTube. Now, the YouTube thing for me personally, I'm just doing it temporarily because yep. I'm trying to up – what I'm trying to do, uh, my plan is to upload my audio on um, – um, SoundCloud, and then I'm gonna try to get like a, an RSS feed so that way I can post it on Spotify okay, or any nice. of the other
0: yeah.
1: um, Apple Music or anything that you can find your podcast in. So okay, that's what okay. I'm trying to do. Um, but right now, since I'm running on shit equipment, I'm just waiting for that until I get the opportunity. Oh, and I'm and I'm open
0: to finding a co-host too. So there you go, ladies <laughs> gentlemen. Well, look, look, my my biggest advice to you and going uh, moving forward, don't 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 knock the equipment because to me. Uh, it took us like almost thirty episodes before we even got a second mic. Yeah. We used to work Amazing. when we first started our first episode. We did it off the microphone, off the computer, and then did. and then uh, we ended up getting uh, we ended up getting a mic borrowed, and me and him shared a mic. We swapped spit. We swapped spit on a mic for almost like other. maybe kissed each other yes yeah. for almost thirty episodes. I, everything takes time, and, and my my, uh, my best advice to you is. As long as you're producing 100 percent real shit, your fans don't go fuck about the audio sometimes. No, exactly. And that's, yeah, something, that's something you're we gonna notice. get some
1: constructive criticism from time to time. Oh yeah. I really don't. I yeah. mean, it's, and it's gonna happen. Sometimes you will take it, sometimes you don't. You just, I just to be honest with you, I'm, I don't care. You know, give me your opinions on it. If I think your opinion is good, then okay, cool. You know, I'll be, I'll definitely take into consideration. I put it in the suggestion box. So um, well, <laughs> no protection and shit. From whatever.
0: Hmm. Goddamn. From what from what I've listened to you, it doesn't sound bad. Like I, I, I when when we started posting your stuff out, I, I listened to it. Like I don't like again, folks. I don't honey dick you people. When I bring people on the show and I say listen to their podcast, listen to their podcast. A wrestling enthusiast is again. You, you guys hear him right now. Like we've been talking for almost half an hour. He's an enthusiastic guy when it comes to professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. In, in in his knowledge, I, I I'm not gonna question his knowledge. He's good at it. He's actually good, like I said. And your audio is good. Well, and I'm just a fan, you know. But you know, I just no, you know, well, no, I like no. to see what I see. Yeah, so. you, have your, you have years of experience. So. You have experience in in watching this, watching knowing you. this. You, you know, you're not just talking out of your ass. There's just people that like just talk out of their ass. You're not talking ass. You're talking out of experience because you you've watched the sport. Talking about the facts, too. yeah. you talking, you're, yeah. and you're spitting facts. I feel the wrestling oh. fans, from from what I've read, because uh, are very very. Uh, aggressive like uh, um, I feel they're more aggressive than soccer fans when you watch soccer form, they're more like like you just said right now the the whole she just lays there like a starfish I've read even horrendous shit from them and I'm like shit I have not read that and I'm a boxing head and I don't even read that type of shit it's not only that it's, not really bad, it's- it's in every in yeah. the game culture, Star Wars. Oh yeah, but no, people. I I, I, I but I
1: appreciate. feel that I feel from my it's opinion, in every type of culture that if you think about it, it's not just in the wrestling community, but it's also like in Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, yeah, and yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's just like it's just very toxic. There I mean, come know. on, for God's sakes, if you if you heard in in in, in, in Stardom, uh, Hannah Kimura, who was one of their promising stars committed suicide to cyberbullying, and don't, don't get me wrong i'm gonna cut a promo on the next episode which is why i'm going to uh i'm gonna talk shit about the cyberbullying the bullies
0: i think so i'm gonna if you have you have the you have the platform why
1: not do it um here's, yeah because i'm definitely gonna pop them and you know I'm, I'm gonna post my episode a day early because of this because i feel like these pricks need to be need to be put on their place and, and they gotta fucking learn to respect the talent or you know or if not at least be respectful to each other because they like to do this stupid bullshit and start talking shit but you know i say yeah fuck what you fucking think because your 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 opinions invalidated because you're just talking out of your ass you're not actually backing up your claim but you know like i said it's it's not just in the wrestling community it's also all over the place yeah
0: if that's, you think about it that's true that's true um eric what, what what's one of your uh what's one of your long term goals when it comes to the show like, where do, you, where do you want to take the Wrestling Enthusiast podcast? Like, what's your goals? Well,
1: I mean, well, as soon as I get on Spotify, let's see how many downloads I get. And um, I, what I like to do is get a co-host. And then i am also like to get some special guests to come in. Um, I've, so, you know, there's just a lot of talent. They're actually really relatable if you actually meet them.
0: Yeah, that's, I was going to say that right now. Like, um, are they relatable? Or, like, are these people that will be, like, they don't just, like, look. Oh, I'm going to say this. They don't kind of like shun people away. Like, from the looks of when I see pictures of what you post or Mongo yeah. or uh, my brother, I think, no, my brother, other people that he follows post pictures, they, they even, seem very open to like, hey, yeah, very... I'll, I'll take a picture with you. Yeah, hold my belt. They are be. be but you know why? Because they're aware that their paycheck yeah. comes from the fans and everything else. It, this is the fan, the sports, wrestling is a sports driven. Uh, uh, fans pay the bills. Yeah, that, there you go. That, you took the word right out of my mouth. The fans pay their bills. They're aware of that. So why, why piss on Eric, who's, who's going over there Like, hey, can I get an autograph? You didn't take a picture. He, he's not, they're not going to be like NBA players. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. Motherfucker. Yeah. Eric pays their salary. Right. Eric good. buys their merch. Yeah. It makes sense for them. Yeah. You know, they're not going to shun them away. Yeah,
1: because, you see, the thing is, in the wrestling industry, it's not like the 1980s. They're not getting paid as much as they used to back then. And at the, you know, at the same time, they're making pretty much like two, three, four hundred bucks a match to fucking appear. So, you know, the thing, yeah, it's not getting paid. So they're busting their asses out every fucking day. They're hardly getting paid. Not every promoter is bad, though, and especially in the indie scene. They're just, um, they're, they're low budget, naturally. But, you know, if they make a – they get a big guy to come in and wrestle a match and then at their promotion and then they come up to the meet and greet, that's where they make most of the money. So that's how good they get the merch, the T-shirts, the stickers, uh, the 8 by 10s the autographs and the pictures, you name it. That's how they do it. And you know what? It's cool. I, I, I was talking to Ke- uh, Killer Cross, a.k.a. Kerry Cross, one time, and I told him, hey, you know, I appreciate what you guys do because he's like, he's like, hey, man, like, I truly really appreciate it, man, because you know how – you know, I'm like, yeah, because you guys bust your ass every day in that ring. You guys always go in there. You always put up a show, and you know, by the time the night's over, you're gonna be looking for some fucking Ben Gay after that. You know oh. what I mean? Well, it's they're, gonna be sore shit. But you know, it's, themselves, it's a way of life.
0: Well, they're putting themselves in a car crash situation. Like the I think I, I I forgot where I read it or where I watched it. That one match is the equivalent of getting into a car crash. So these guys, right. are these men and women are actually putting their bodies on the line. And Ren just showed me, uh, was, when is it, bro? Uh, November 9th. Uh, last year. Of last year, Mick Foley appeared at a, a collection place called Frankincense Collect- Collectible Show. Oh, uh, yeah, that's in La Puente. Yes, it is. And, yes, and Mick I Foley, always just pass by there every day. And Mick Foley is... is the prices, though. That's you, I, what I was trying to show you. You want to you say, say it aloud? Um, Mick <laughs> Foley is a perfect example of a guy that put his body on the line and look at him now. But yeah, but right now Escalante's gonna read what he would charge right now at what he charged last year at Frankincense. The items that said eight by ten photo signs said forty dollars each. Okay. With Mister Sacco signed sixty dollars each. Mm-hmm. But then a combination of each is 70 80 and ninety dollars. So we're like it'll go higher. And they're packed, dude. Oh yeah, dude. There's a lot of They're packed. Time. I remember when I first moved out to La Puente, uh, West Covina, La Puente. They had Chris Jericho out there. You couldn't find fucking parking, and there was a line stretched out for three fucking blocks.
1: I think Jake the Snake Roberts was actually there one time, and that yes, drew a yes, crowd yes, yes. as well, yes. along with some like Mexican wrestlers like Blue Demon Jr. Mm-hmm. and all that shit. I think uh, Pentagon, who I also met, Pentagon mm-hmm. from one half of the Lucha Brothers that wrestles in AEW, um, I met him as well. And I'm um, gonna tell you, look, they, they always draw a fucking crowd, and they're always gonna get so they, you, they make the money right there. So imagine too, forty
0: know? bucks a pop, three hundred people.
1: Dude, that's.
0: I mean, well,
1: he's yeah. not very good at math. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
0: good at math either. But, but I'm not fucking no. with
1: him. Don't get, bu- don't go off butter now. No, we're
0: not. We're not. We're not. Really?
1: Yeah, uh, nah,
0: I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> for like three hours work. Yeah, twelve grand. Shape. That's not bad. Then I'm. A, but the thing yeah, is, they get paid quite a bit. But the drawback, whatever they, whatever they, they gotta kick back to the collectible people. Oh, yeah. And taxes different. if they pay it. If not, yeah. you know they're gonna owe the IRS at the end of the year. For a couple of money. Look like how much you get paid for the whole day. As a matter yeah. of fact,
1: uh, now that you mentioned that, um, the, um, a lot of these uh, wrestlers are not are not trying to file unemployment, but they're selling merchandise via online. And uh, even autographs and all that shit—they're now starting to sell that shit, and um, they're actually making money from online purchases. And people are, believe it or not, are actually buying it and all that shit. So apparently, um, they're making some sort of money, even though the industry's down. Um, some of these wrestlers—they—they they were recommended by um, um, some lawyers not to—not to. Um, not to uh, not to file for an employment because they would have to file 1099 on their tax form and then the IRS will, will put them under a microscope. So, you know, you don't want that shit to happen, especially if you're just making a living off this shit.
0: You yeah. Know? Okay.
1: So, yeah. And they'll, they'll fuck you in the ass anyway, one way or another with money. Cause that's um, all they give a shit about is money. Right, they okay. don't give a fuck about you, me, or, or, <laughs> or my, or my left testicle. They don't give a shit. Well, if
0: your left testicle is so, making money, Eric, they will give a shit. Yeah tax that too They'll tax that ass well, too. It, it almost
1: cost me warning back in September so luckily mm-hmm. it didn't happen oh so <laughs> shit um, uh, that's another that's another time <laughs> but um anyway um yeah that's just how the situation is currently right now but I'm pretty sure the wrestling industry is probably gonna boom back after this bullshit's over and mm-hmm. once everyone's you know I mean
0: just require us to wear a face masks. I'm up for it Willing to take in people as long as you wear, face. you're willing to wear face masks as, as the entire like whatever match, if you're doing bar wrestling or uh, uh, whatever show, you're willing to wear face masks. Uh, you're willing to oblige to the rules. Probably I mean, like right. Cassidy. Yeah. Well, they are always starting to open up. I think uh, uh, Gavin Newsom just announced that. I think the next the next couple of days he's going to unveil un, un, was it unveil yeah, unveil right. the the guidelines to opening up for sporting events. So we might be seeing probably by mid June or July the reopening of sporting events, you know, which include, you know, uh, WWE, AEW, probably coming down, MMA, boxing, football, soccer. I'm actually looking forward to
1: that. Even some MMA and boxing shows, I would like to go to.
0: There you go. So you're you're, going to see a lot of things open up soon. The NHL has already did that. They're gonna postpone. No, they're gonna postpone the the season, but they're gonna go to a 25 uh, team playoff right now. Okay, so, so, just like a couple of yeah, they,
1: they just announced it from yeah. I, I followed that on ESPN and that's what they said.
0: Yeah. So. so it's I mean, okay, okay It's, it's, a, it's not bad. Around. I mean everything's starting to open up Uh, professional wrestling still continues on there. This I'm surprised that, and that's kind of where I want to take this real quick before we jump off and get to the last part of the segment of the show but I'm surprised they're still open and, and I get it that they, they make their monies on these shows, but I always thought that the, the wrestlers made their money on the live gate. A lot of these guys are forking over a lot of money to perform in empty arenas. Just renting the arena themselves is putting these promotions in the hole. But,
1: I can never understand that. I think that's why um, AEW. See, what happens is WWE is doing it at their uh, performance center in Orlando because they actually own that shit. Um, AEW is doing it in Jacksonville, Florida, at this place called Daly's Place. That's because the original owner, uh, Tony Khan, um, and um, his father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, shit. and that is, and that's just right at the um, at the same complex as the TIAA Bank Stadium. So, in truth, they could use that shit. And they can do whatever the fuck they want to do with that building. Yeah, As a matter of fact, uh, if you if you saw the pay-per-view, I mean, I, I don't know if paper or not, but whatever. I don't care. If you even saw the pay-per-view, uh, you noticed they had this match. The main event was called the mm. Stadium Stampede match. And it was just a bunch of fuckery all over
0: the place. It was. Uh, I it was, fucking enjoyed it. I saw so, the highlights. I saw, I saw the highlights on, uh, I think they're called the Wrestling Classic. Uh-huh. I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. And they were posting clips. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're... There was a horse. There was a guy that did a moon salt off the fucking uh, the the touchdown of the, the fucking thing. At stadium the the goalpost, yeah. Holy the goalpost. There you go. There he just said, There was some fucker going. On. I'm like, what the fucking.
1: You, you know what's crazy? That, that was Mac Jackson of the Young Bucks, and well, the crazy thing about it, he has a rib injury, and he's still fucking doing that shit. Still that shit.
0: Well, they're guys that have worked with concussions. And, again, this goes into the, the play. Shot of the Cortezone shot and z pack. You're good to go, sir. But one, And I had a question for you. I asked my brother, but he got a little drunk on me. He didn't answer. I'm going to ask you. Okay. With all the layoffs that WWE has done, AEW takes advantage of this, yes or no? And do you think they become a powerhouse after COVID-19 is over? In a
1: sense, in a sense, it talent wise it does. I mean, WWE has a great roster of talent and AEW has a certain advantage as far as like match quality is concerned. Like as far as like the athleticism goes. Because in in the main roster where Raw and SmackDown are, they're Vince McMahon and his little fucking producer Kevin Dunn, he's like some stupid nerd. I mean you know, you get what I drift. He's just a fucking yeah. buck tooth looking motherfucker. He he doesn't believe that professional wrestling is a is a sport or anything like that. He he just is trying to make it like a like Disneyland, you know, like a sports entertainment thing, where it's just going to be purely entertainment and they're not wrestling. They don't even want. They don't even like to use the word wrestling. Vince McMahon likes to call it sports entertainment because for some reason he doesn't like the word wrestling. But, you know, it's just, this is another one of his um, senile vocabulary that a lot of the wrestlers that are wrestling for him, they're not used to this shit. They have to, like, like oh, you can't say title shot. You have to say title opportunity. Or uh, you can't say you have a chance at the strap. You can't say belt. It's got to be title. It's got to be certain. You know, shit like this, for example. You know, it's just. This, that, that's something that AEW doesn't really do that often. They just let wrestling be.
0: And that's what I'm and, saying. Uh, and that, that, that was kind of my question. Now with all the layoffs they've done, will they invest in acquiring because I think it's what, 30 days, 60 days before all these wrestlers become eligible to be hired by another organization. Does AEW snatch up all these guys, that got, guys and girls that got laid off by the WWE? They're going
1: to grab at least 10 of them. Because um, they're gonna grab at least a tag team, uh, four or five guys probably, and then and then uh, they will probably get like two or three females. they already
0: there. So. You go. So I mean, right, like, right now the reason we're saying it, it's almost like a, a free free agents around right now. So like WWE yeah, laid, named... laid off like a shitload. So yeah. it's like a free agency right now. Like oh, what's that? Yeah. Person up. Person up. But, yeah, they're gonna be snatching them around. All right. So Eric, so we're getting to the last part of the show. I do want to thank you for coming down to give giving us your time, giving us your expertise and your passion. I, I hope that people who listen to tonight's episode take away how passionate and again enthusiastic you are about the sport of professional wrestling and and hopefully they follow you and build you know build up your your following count so people can again guys I'm not honey digging you. This guy's good. This guy knows what he's talking about. You guys just you guys have been hearing him for the last forty plus minutes. This guy knows what he's talking about. He's not shitting it. He keeps it real. Uh, You want honest opinion. You want to break down a professional wrestling. Uh, You know, the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast is the place to go. Um, So before uh, we get there, uh, is there anything you want to add, Uh, Eric, before we get to the last part, which is a questionnaire I give every guest who comes on the show?
1: Yeah. um, Well, First of all, let me give a shout-out to um, – Miranda Alize. Uh, her, today's her birthday today. Uh, she wrestles for bar wrestling. And um, she's, she's a wonderful talent. I actually met her at bar wrestling back in Baldwin Park. And um, she's really cool. Um, she's she's a, good, she's a good wrestler. And be on the lookout for her, because she's doing an excellent job. She's like a half Mexican, half high, um, half Italian. Oh,
0: shit. So okay. weird mix. She can pull off both the Mexican flag and the Italian flag. Yeah, the yeah. Italian flag. <laughs>
1: She calls herself the Mexican Italian hybrid. That's what she calls herself.
0: That's not a bad gimmick. No, no. That is not a bad gimmick no, no. at all.
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, one more thing to say. Um, like I said, I'm looking for a co-host. So, and uh, as soon as I get better equipment, hopefully by next month, I'll I'll probably start getting some shit. Hopefully, I'm gonna try to try to contact some of these um, indie wrestlers to come on, and uh, hey. well, you know, we'll have a conversation with them because you know it, it'll actually make it fun. You know, ask them how they started and all that, and then you know, I. I it, it'll be a really cool idea, you know. Uh, I actually have some a couple of things floating around. I have ideas for for some shirts. So one of a... my because one of my signature sign offs is I always say. This is the wrestling enthusiast to remind you to wash your
0: ass. <laughs> there you go, wash. God damn, that is a good catchphrase. Go. Have a nice day. Yeah, he heard his name, he was like, "He's wash ass." Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's yeah, it's
1: a, something that you know. I always tell my dad that because you know he's he's he's, he's like sixty six years old and you know he, he he used to watch um a lot of Sanford and son and um you know he always m- m- like mimic Red Fox. So then I say, mm-hmm. What if I mimic him and say you got to wash your ass? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. So um, I'm like, yeah, because that's just something that every every everybody should do anyway.
0: There you go. You remind so not only do you drop uh-huh. knowledge on them, but you uh-huh. remind them to wash their ass at the end of the show. And right now, exactly. wash your hands too. And wash your hands too. Yeah. There you go. Wash, wash your, your hands and, wash. and
1: practice social distancing. There you and go. then wash your there ass. There you go. All
0: right, sorry. So we're going to ask you seven questions. These are the two youth's seven questions. We call it Inside the Guest. So are you ready to get in for us to be inside you right now?
1: Uh, You want to shoot the shit? Let's do it. As long as you washed
0: your ass, we're good then. Yes. Okay. Question number one What is your favorite curse word to use? Fuck. Damn unanimously, man. This is like yeah. unanimously the word. My
1: second, I'll, I'll go step it a bit further. My second, um, my second favorite is is cunt, because that one's not really used that that often.
0: I love yeah. the word cunt. Yeah. Love- you ever you
1: ever been to England You ever heard of the English people? They like yeah. to say cunt more than fuck or motherfucker. I
0: fucking. That's why I like the word cunt. What do I use?
1: So the the word cunt okay, or oh, here's another one. Uh, twat. Nobody likes to use that one that yeah, often. That one. is
0: true. that's good th- good f- 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 see... He's breaking walls right now. Uh-huh. I challenge anybody that goes on this show to break. And him there's reading. a lot of
1: content twats that I'm gonna be calling out in the next episode because <laughs> it, you, you didn't need to bully, cyber bully this this uh, this, this cool girl to you know that that the suicide thing that happened. I think it's in the news somewhere. Yeah, but uh, yeah, anyway, that, that, that's not easy. to dampen the mood, but at the same time, um, you're yeah, yeah I would just straight up motherfucking everybody, you know, especially the ones that are the shitheads.
0: Well, yeah, you're, that's, what, that's what we're saying. You're bringing awareness right now. To these people as I was saying like you, the Professional wrestling fans can be somewhat kind of harsh. Yeah, uh, wrestler Netflix uh, the Terrace house star dies at 22 22 years old yeah, Fana, 22 years Kimori, Kimura? old Kimura? How do you pronounce it Eric the girls name. Kimura. there you go again 22 yeah. years old bullied into fucking suicide And words hurt this girl is actually putting putting yourself in harm's way to entertain these people and, and and what she gets in return is fucking people criticizing oh, her it it, it, and, like and it shit. sucks. And, and I'm glad he's going to fucking ram him in the ass. When, and when the I heard
1: about that. that news on, on, um, on Saturday morning, I, and found out why I just got pissed. I mean,
0: you know, going
1: on, some people reacted emotionally, but at the same, but in my reaction, I just got pissed. You know what I mean?
0: Not a, so th- I'm like,
1: no, because it's these fucking trolls are always going to talk shit for no fucking reason. Just to find, just to make a name for themselves. Hmm. I'm like the only thing you may name is to your mother. That's all you did. Damn. fucking don't, cunt. Oh, <laughs> there you go.
0: You used the word. Not a fucking.
1: There you go. <laughs> I used it. So you know, you got you got yourself a you got yourself a promo a there.
0: Keyboard warrior. There, key, there, there's a, a lot of keyboard warriors, and I'm, I'm glad he's gonna Let us know when the episode drops. I really want to yeah. hear your take on that. I really want to hear. It. We'll plug it on this show and shit like that.
1: Ho- hopefully, I drop it on Thursday. Hopefully,
0: that'll work. You do it. We'll probably talk about it on Friday. Uh, So, question number two: What is your least favorite curse word to use? And apparently, you don't have one. So, do you have a curse word you don't like to use? Like that's the one you don't go to.
1: Um, To be honest with you, I really don't have a least favorite curse word. Um, uh, If anything, uh, I seem to don't use the word "pussy" too much. But that's because I use it like in a in a funny way. But at the same time, you know, I, I seem to not use it that often. But I'll use it.
0: I'll call someone a pussy if I have to. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that answer. Yeah. You'll take that answer. Right. Yeah, why not? You know. Yeah. Why not, why not? So question number three, and I don't know. I, I should have asked you this. Do you, do you drink? Do you imbibe in any type of alcohol? Libation.
1: Like um. Whiskey.
0: Oh shit. Mm. So then, question number question number three would be, what is your go-to? Question number four. Thank you. What is your go-to drink? Alcoholic drink. Um, um,
1: sometimes I'll drink uh, whiskey on the rocks, but if I feel like having some taste I'll put like uh coke in whiskey. So you know, I'm usually that type of guy. But you know what? Sometimes um vodka and, and um cranberry juice or like a Cape Cod or something like that. Yeah. Or even like get get yourself like some lemonade or some Minute Maid or some shit. Even if you mix that with um with vodka, it actually is a pretty good drink. Um it's actually something that you actually is actually could give you a nice little perk.
0: Okay, what's your go-to whiskey though? Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. Okay, okay, not bad. You know, with that yeah, with cream. the like the candle type of uh, <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. Okay. Oh, uh, cool. maybe maybe I should have chosen Macallan,
1: but now nah, nah, Maker's Mark will do. It. Hey, God, Maker's Mar- cool. hey,
0: Maker's Mark. not bad. I like Maker's Mark.
1: I like that. Right, question I question. almost number... drank a whole bottle once.
0: Shit, I would have <laughs> fun with him. <laughs> question number five: What is your the what is the one alcoholic drink you will not touch? If someone offered you. After a night of debauchery. After a night of debauchery. Brandy. <laughs> the singer or the fucking liquor? <laughs> the liquor. Okay. Yeah, I, I would like
1: to add one more. Um, Bacardi 151. Ooh. I actually passed out to that shit once.
0: Brother, I, I missed out on an ACDC concert because that motherfucker knocked me the fuck out. I was throwing up uh, outside a bathroom in Dodger Stadium as ACDC was playing a full set.
1: Okay. Yeah, so uh, and when I got so drunk my friend bought a bottle of Picardi 151 and then um you know we were drinking that with Coke and I must have had at least four or five of them Oof. that before you know it, I, I woke up the next day on the floor in my in the living room. Damn.
0: We've all woken up
1: like
0: that. Yeah, we have actually all woken up like that. Damn.
1: So yeah, that's that's crazy shit. <laughs>
0: so question was question number five?
1: Six,
0: no? Yeah, question number six. What is one profession you, the wrestling enthusiast, would like to attempt, or would like to do? Uh,
1: I would actually like to have to have a wrestling promotion. i will actually get into that. Um, it's it, it'd be nice to like book the talent and then you know tell them you know what type of rivalries they should have and who to put over because it sounds like a very interesting business to be in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always like the behind the scenes shit. You know, with the Dark Side of the Ring, and then you have these um, backstage access shows with WWE 24, and, uh, you know, the Undertaker documentary series that's going on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a very interesting shit, but you know what? A lot of that shit's the truth. I almost got involved once, uh, about 10, 11 years ago. There's a local Lucha Libre promotion in East L.A., and... Um, uh, uh, MWF, they call themselves the Mexican Wrestling Federation. I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but um, um, yeah, I like I like that shit because see, my my mom actually dated uh, a, a ex luchador wrestler, and he 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 was telling us stories of what the fuck who he likes and who he don't like, and I he's like he's like hey I like hey whatever happened to Steve Payne he goes ah fuck Steve Payne fuck that motherfucker you know what he was doing. He was fucking telling people who he was, and he's fucking exposing who his friends were and all that shit. The ones that wore masks. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, so he sounds like a fucking Mark. Oh, okay. Well, fuck him then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wrestling but, yeah, promoter. I, I would like, like to own a wrestling promotion. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, the, from the way he sounds, yeah, he'd be great. So, last question: When COVID nineteen is over, what is the first thing the wrestling enthusiast will do?
1: The very first bar wrestling event that's going to take place, I'm going to go. The very first professional wrestling event, I am going to take place. If, it, if it's bar wrestling or PCW, I want to invite you guys because uh, it's a hell of a show to go to. I suggest you guys check them out. Bar Wrestling, um, check them out on Instagram and also check out PCW Ultra. Um, there's a pivot share file thing where you can subscribe to like some independent wrestling
0: mm-hmm.
1: for four ninety nine a month. You get to check out all the PCW past events from the, the the first one to the most recent one they had back in January. And you can see my fucking mug over there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you can see me on that fucking show. Uh, and then they have like different promotions, including bar wrestling uh, archived with all them. Uh, and also uh, IWTV for $10 a month, you get access to over 200 independent promotions. And there's like all kinds of shit there. That you could check out, especially some former WWE wrestlers that have now made it. So That's you know shit. you get to see all their old school shit, and they were doing. And I'll tell you this: some of the shit that I've been seeing from them, they were doing a lot different back then than they are now.
0: Damn, there you go. Yeah. That's cool. So folks, need to know. Are good to know. So folks, I'm glad you, uh, you guys got to listen, Eric here. Again, if there's one takeaway from him. He's very enthusiastic. Yeah, exactly, that's like yes. hey. Yeah, hey, I'm so
1: enthusiastic. When the fuck are we doing this shit again.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, wait, if, when this ends, I will take you up on the offer, dude. We're willing to go to oh, that thing. Believe me, me me and I have been talking about going to that bar wrestling oh, yeah, and the other stuff. We've been wanting to go. When this shit opens up, bro, we'll go. Shit. You know, first round's on me. All right,
1: cool. All right that's first cool. Hey, on me. quick quick word of advice here. Next time if you do go to a bar when this shit's open, and, and then they ask you, can I buy you a drink? Tell them, no thanks, but can I have the money instead?
0: That's true. Fuck it. Might as well take the money. You might get Bill Cosby. Yeah, you're right. So here you go, ladies. You have gentlemen. to think about that. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the drink. Take but, um, the money to buy it.
1: No, no. And all but uh, that's a shitty joke right there. I'm going to say that. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out well. That, 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 that worked like a fart in church.
0: <laughs>
1: but, um,. But um, you know, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, no. Check those shits out. It's fucking amazing. Um, it's definitely it's definitely worthwhile to check out. Okay.
0: So where can they find you? Give, you know, plug your show one more time to them. Where can the Ram Alcoholics fans find you? You know.
1: Um, I'm available on YouTube. Um, for now. Um, I, I also do a non monetized version, which is the one that I intend intend on putting on SoundCloud. Um, and, and then that'll be um do upload it on spotify you know whenever i get the opportunity to do that but for right now um uh, check me out on instagram and also on um youtube i'll post it up and i usually have my episodes post out every friday except for this week because i my goal is to upload it by thursday because there's a lot of shit to talk about with the Hanakimura situation with the aew uh, double or nothing review and um there's up and coming pay-per-views because there's no shortage of events that are going to be going around and even if it, there is a pandemic, there's going to be many, many past events you could always check out.
0: And there you go, folks. Don't forget to find them. Uh, but and if you guys didn't catch what he just said below the description of this episode, we will have all these information where you guys can find them on YouTube and find them on Instagram. Eric, I want to thank you for joining us. I, I again, we got to do this again. I always tell everybody, we got to come back in a couple months to see where you're at, and ho- yeah. and hopefully when we get back, you know, and we're gonna follow you, we, which we do, but. I want you to get that to that point where you're getting the indie wrestlers. You're getting the. Because you're. Again, guys, the honey dick him. He's a cool guy. And, you know, shit. Sky's the limit for you, yeah, brother. As long as you're not
1: following me on the merry-go-round.
0: <laughs> there you go. Nah,
1: but, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, nah, nah, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Come. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is another bonus episode. We'll be out. We hope you guys enjoyed it. This is the Ram the Alcoholics. Tune in this Friday as we come back to ramble the fuck on. Yeah, yeah. More quarantine and chill, more level one podcasting. Hey, we talk deep. Balls deep in just combo. Just no drunk horny escalato this time. Just no drunk horny esqueleto this time, yes. yes. On that folks, thank you for tuning in. We're out